0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome
1: to Dueling Dialogues episode 66. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Beautiful
2: sunny day here. It is here too and it it's pretty warm. How's it warm there? Yeah,
1: it's great. Fabulous. Yeah, for a change because we've had some nasty weather. 30, 40 foot waves hitting the west coast. It was crazy.
2: I know you about had the tsunami thing going up there. Didn't yeah, you
1: a lot of the uh, the places that are on the coast had tsunami warnings, and uh, they were up all night. Most of them. Oh wow! It happens.
2: It you know, does. That's one of those things about living on the coast. Yeah, well, that's why the I also live. Things.
1: That's also why I live three hundred meters up.
2: <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. Great thinking. Yes. That's, yeah, that's what is cool about where you're at. Yeah, you, you can live high up and still be basically on the beach. Yes.
1: And then when the earthquake happens, it just shakes us all down to the bottom.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so, what the heck? It's always yeah. something, isn't it?
1: I'm just going to stand on the bottom of the hill, pick up all the lumber and build my own house.
2: That'll work. There'll be a lot of lumber. <laughs> yeah. so, so we
1: had a special guest today. Adam Steyer was supposed to join us, but uh, he had some technical difficulties. But we're going to go on and talk about the fake news because the fake news is back in the news today. Well, you know, when the Pope is talking about fake news, it's
2: back in the news.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. First thing this morning, I saw it and I thought, wow, what a coincidence. So
2: Absolutely. The Pope gave a speech not long ago to, and he included a message to journalists and reporters, and he asked that they please not succumb to the sin of fake news. Well, apparently he's not too satisfied because the Pope warned of fake news, and he compared it to the crafty serpent in Genesis. (laughs) So I guess when the serpent lied to Eve, it was really fake news.
1: Hmm. There you go. Wow. I
2: mean,
0: yeah. all
2: of this biblical research and intellectualizing Genesis is all boiled down to fake news.
1: Yeah, that uh, I never ever considered that before, but
2: I never considered the serpent a journalist.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: and now it now makes me look at journalists a lot differently.
1: Yeah. Not mentioning CNN or New York Times or anything. No, but the <laughs>
2: president did and has fake news awards. Now, we just touched on this just a little teeny bit with the hammer the other day. And, uh, right. of course, it seems like just about every episode we talk a little bit about fake news. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nevertheless,
2: I, I'd like to, I think we should go over the winners and the or are they winners or losers?
1: Yeah, they're both. I guess they're winner. I, I of guess the so. Fake news awards, but yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, we announced the winner, which was the New York Times, Paul Krugman, who claimed on the day of President Trump's historic win that the economy would never recover. So obviously, that didn't happen. The market is up six trillion dollars and rising. Today, last I checked, it was at about twenty six thousand four hundred. I, 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 you know, when um, he was elected, it was like at eighteen thousand. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it's. I would have not picked that as the number one, though.
2: I wouldn't either because that guy. That guy was kind of forecasting. It wasn't really to me. Fake news is a little more disingenuous. I mean. Paul Krugman believed that. Yeah, like, okay. And, and certainly he's qualified to make, you know, a semi-educated guess. I mean, educated guesses aren't always right.
1: Right. So I, I don't know if I'd call that even fake news.
2: I wouldn't, but I tell you what, I would have made number two, number one. And that's ABC News' Brian Ross. He made a statement that sent the markets in a downward spiral. okay. I don't remember Um, this. He spoke about General Flynn was going to make a statement that would really make the Russian collusion thing obvious. Right. That General Flynn was going to make a a statement to Mueller or had made the statement to Mueller and that Russian collusion was real and he was going to connect Trump. Sent the markets in a spiral. They quickly resumed. There was really no basis for this. Right. Brian Ross was sent home for about six weeks at Christmas time. Oh, poor him! And he got to go back to work, but he is doing research at another facility owned by ABC. Oh, I still wouldn't have. I would have made number that number one. I wouldn't. I mean, have. It was you wouldn't have.
1: I I, I would have picked the dossier. When that story broke, whoever broke that story on the dossier, that would have been the number one.
2: Good point. The third one was CNN falsely reported that candidate Donald Trump and his son Donald J. Trump Jr. had access to hacked documents from WikiLeaks, most notably Hillary's emails. (laughs) They didn't. I mean, there, there was no basis
1: for that. No, Julian Assange was going to do that anyway. I mean,
2: in fact, I hadn't even heard of that one, to tell you the truth.
1: Assange took care of that. It had nothing to do with Trump or Jr. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Uh, Number four, I do remember this one, Time falsely reported that President Trump had removed a bust of Martin Luther King Jr. from the Oval Office. And he (laughs) hadn't. I mean, uh, you know, uh, just play that race card. You know? Yeah,
1: and a blatant lie, too. Wow, okay. Yeah, I I missed that one.
2: Yeah, and that was right after he took office. That was probably within the first week. Right. Number five was the Washington Post, who falsely reported that the president's massive sold-out rally in Pensacola, Florida was empty. A dishonest reporter showed pictures of an empty arena hours before the crowd started pouring in. That was Dave Weigel.
1: Uh, okay.
2: I do remember that. And, of course, the president put out a tweet that Dave Weigel of the Washington Post put out a phony photo of an empty arena. Uh, later, the venue was filled to the rafters. When he took the picture, there were thousands of people waiting outside on their way in. So that, was re- that really was just blatant dishonesty. Right. Oh, and this one was funny. Remember the trip to Japan? Yes. Okay, CNN falsely edited a video to make it appear that President Trump had defiantly overfed the fish.
1: Oh, right. Remember I remember with that. The
2: Japanese <laughs> prime minister. The Japanese prime minister had actually led the way with the feeding. They just dumped the box. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really hard to overfeed those koi anyway.
1: Yeah, there was like big koi in there and a lot of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I I don't see how, you know, that's just meanness, as my grandmother used to say. That's just meanness. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, CNN falsely reported about Anthony Scaramucci's meeting with a Russian, but retracted it due to a significant breakdown in the process. Three employees had to resign over that story. Wow. That was big. I probably would have put that one higher up than number seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: Number eight had to do with first lady. Newsweek falsely reported that Polish first lady Agata Kornheiser Duda did not shake President Trump's hand. Instead, she went past him and shook the first lady's hand. And now that, that wasn't that wasn't true. There's yeah. photographs of her shaking his hands. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one too. There's always handshaking deals, aren't there, with the Trump? Yeah. Well, it is kind of funny. He is kind I of mean, weird you had with the hands. video sh- of that, so, yeah. yeah, early on, didn't you? Yeah. The CNN falsely reported that the former FBI director, James Comey, would dispute President Trump's claim that he was told he is not under investigation. Okay. I think that's kind of a nothing burger there, personally.
1: Yeah. Fizzle pop. That was. Yeah.
2: yeah. Number 10, the New York Times falsely claimed on the front page that the Trump administration had hidden a climate report. Says New York Times guilty of a large screw up on climate change story. (laughs) I'm sure that's, uh, they're saying that was the way it was printed in the Washington Post. Large screw-up. <laughs> <Man, laughs> well, I haven't really the, seen that used in a newspaper before. But
1: the, the top ten have gone by and not one mention of the dossier.
2: You're exactly right, but he gave out 11. Okay. And last but not least, Russian collusion. <laughs> there Russian we go. <laughs> collusion is perhaps the greatest hoax perpetuated on the American people because there is no... Russian collusion. He really refers to a phony new book, which I would I would assume is Fire and Fury, but he really doesn't refer to the dossier. Huh. And I agree with you. That's interesting.
1: Do you think it was something legal possibly?
2: And that's what I'm wondering.
1: Yeah, because it, you know, when you talk fake news, what I think of immediately is the big Russian collusion nothing. And the dossier, the Fusion GPS, all of that stuff is, is what I consider, you know, top fake news. And it is
2: kind of yeah, funny like-
1: because when he was running for office, Trump came out and said something about Obama um, or the Clintons were wiretapping his place. And that t- turned out to be true. Yet Trump was getting blamed for fake news there.
2: Yeah, ninety percent of the time, probably ninety-nine percent of the time, even when we believe that he's wrong, he ends up being right.
1: Yeah, which is a scary I thought. Mean,
2: it, it really, it really is, and and sometimes kind of like the wiretap. We don't wiretap anymore, but that's exactly what it it, it is. is. Yeah. Sometimes it's his phraseology, like the Music Man said. Right. You know, it's the phraseology that confuses people, and some of the news media has sort of fixates on his his phrasing and verbiage a little too much.
1: Right, right.
2: In fact, they get their panties and a wrinkle over that. Yeah. More than they should. Now, does he sometimes kind of tie things together that I, I, I don't know should be tied together? Because at the bottom of his awards, he says, while the media spent 90% of the time focused on negative coverage or fake news, the president has been getting results. Okay, negative coverage, although it, it's been very unfair, and he's right. The polls suggest that it is 90% of the coverage he gets on the mainstream media is negative. Now, negative coverage is not the same as fake news. Right. But he does, in in his awards, he's kind of, he does kind of twist that, you know. He kind of ties them in a bow together. Mm. But as much as it's happened to him, I I can't even blame him for that, you know. (laughs) I I really can't. And he's right. He has done a lot. Nevertheless, go right ahead.
1: Well, we do have the media bias fact check website off of duelingdialogue.com and check your yeah check your news sources out it's any link on the side the media bias fact check and then there's snopes.com but I mean, even Snopes has been fingered they're... at putting out some fake news too. Well, I don't know but if it was fake. biased. Yeah, well, I think they're biased. exactly, and true. I mean, I I can see where he's trying to tie them in, and and I think you said the word right there, biased, because as there is one little bit of truth in there, something is expanded to where it's not true, and people are taking that in as total
2: truth. Exactly. And truth and reality have become more and more subjective. Now, Adam really takes this on in his article he wrote for the Right Left Chronicles. He suggests that truth changes. Truth is often perceived by a person or a group. Right. Now, to me, again, fake news is just a little more disingenuous than that. I don't believe oftentimes that these people believe it. They just don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. So it, it's, it's much more complicated sometimes than just false facts. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of like what separates us. Sometimes it's absolute right and wrong. Yeah,
1: sure. That
2: separates us religiously. It also is starting to separate us politically. Oh, definitely.
1: And I'm seeing bigger divides. It used to
2: be that Christians were very absolute. You know, it's right or wrong. It's black or white. It's yes or no. You know, there was no gray area. And the gray area was found more in... Judaism and you know, Muslims are certainly seem to me to be right and wrong,
1: right? Well. Depends on which sect. Of, we're rigid, um, we're, yeah. you
2: know. I, yeah, I don't know. So, but Christianity is becoming more gray with President Trump. They have given up some of their long-held. They haven't necessarily given up the beliefs, but a lot of the topics that were ahead of the ticket for decades, they abandoned for a guy that would just protect their right to practice their religion. Right now, as that's happened, the Democrats have become more like the Christians used to be and the, and the conservatives, huh. which is it's this way, you know, everybody gets amnesty or nobody does. Interesting. You thought. now, or we do abortion or we don't do abortion where the Christians are going, well, if you must do abortion, don't do late term abortion. Right. So, yeah. you know, and I, I, I don't want to digress, but when Adam gives an example of a scene in star wars the return of the jedi where obi-wan kenobi is speaking to luke skywalk about truth right. and about how we cling to truth and What might be true today might be disproven tomorrow.
1: Right. I know. And that's happened numerous times. Like I said, the Trump Trump wiretapping, a good example of that. Everybody thought Trump was crazy until weeks or months later, we realized, wait a
2: minute. He was telling the truth. He was telling the truth. And I, I believe that somebody from the FBI came and spoke to him. During the transition. And one day later, they moved the operation to New Jersey.
1: Huh, okay.
2: So I believe he damn well knew he didn't exactly use the correct terminology. I still think it's perfectly acceptable, you know. Well. Wow. To say wiretapping. Yeah. We all know what it means, okay, to pretend we don't. Or to pretend that is terribly inaccurate is, again, disingenuous. Yeah. You know, we we also talk about the legal sense of right and wrong, you know, and when you are Working with attorneys, I used to do research for them and they always make the point of saying if part of a statement is wrong, the whole statement is wrong.
1: Right. And you know what, that's a tactic that I think a lot of the media outlets are, are using is they have one little bit of truth in there and a whole bunch of lies. And because that yeah. one thing is true, the whole article can't be deemed fake.
2: Exactly. But I think Trump so it works both least, ways I it think. should be. Oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, it goes back to also there was a German philosopher that said, I'm not mad that you lied to me. I'm mad that I can never trust you again. Right. And I think that's the place the American people are getting to with the media. True. And when I was researching this, and of course, we believed we were going to have Adam. So I was kind of searching in sort of a different sense. You know what I noticed? What's I that? noticed a lot of the mainstream media, especially on the, you know, that Upper East Coast, is trying to pin fake news on smaller operations. And somewhat, it is working. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying, well, that's where it came from. You know, this little newspaper in upstate New York or this blogger or, you know, people like us are, are getting blamed. Exactly. And now, and we- I heard something on TV not too long ago. I heard... A you know, a correspondence sort of allude to the fact that. You know, it was really bloggers out there that were creating the fake news. But they they are really trying to pin it on small operations. Well, and it's somehow working
1: in a way because we don't get any traction on Facebook. That's Why? True. Why? The New York Times, CNN, everybody on that fake news award list that you just wrote. They're the ones that are getting the timeline news
2: Actually, yeah, and actually sometimes. We get censored. Yes. Disappearing, we put a story up yeah. that, um, like we did with Jennifer Flowers. Yeah. That her, hurts Bill Clinton or they think it hurts Bill Clinton. Actually, she painted a very nice picture of Bill Clinton. I came away from that liking him more than I did before, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I, I did too, I know, think. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's how I felt. Nevertheless, they pulled a couple of those uh, posts off.
1: Yes, I noticed the same thing thing when I posted it as well. Yeah. It's very interesting how they just disappeared.
2: Yeah, they accepted her ad. Yeah, of course. You're, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they didn't want pull you to pay. any of my posts off, but yeah, they they'll protect Bill Clinton until it comes to money.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and for so, a couple dollars, yeah. It's kinda of funny yes. how that worked out, didn't it?
2: Yeah, the Zuckerberg's starving, so he yeah. needs the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you know, Google as well um absolutely it's it's an interesting world we live in it's scary when it is scary big powerful people can control the news that makes you decide one way or another on a, on a subject. So yeah, I think there needs to be punishment for fake news. Like I, legal I really
2: punishment. do too. I, I, I really do. You don't want it to interfere with the First Amendment. But the First Amendment and freedom of speech, there has to be a separation. Right. We want a free press, but a free press that lies to us and manipulates the truth or I'm even going to go a step further and say, manipulates reality.
1: I'm going to go a step further and say it's treason. In a way. When it is considering political. Considering
2: the outcome, yeah, considering the ultimate outcome or potential ultimate outcome, I, I understand where you're you're coming from with treason. What would have
1: happened in the good old days in England, King Arthur's court, and some guys going spreading around fake news about the king? What do you think that king was going to do? he'd have his head yeah he'd have his head on a pole in two seconds and in modern society there is absolutely no punishment other than slap on a wrist and we'll get you to do research for tom over in the corner office over there for three weeks that is what the punishment is seriously
2: It's, it's it's ridiculous and then we had another situation yesterday Bob Costas, which I am not a big fan of his, especially after he did the gun control thing, he went off in, during the Olympics on gun control. Um, and I thought that was inappropriate. But last summer, he was at a roundtable discussion about football and he said that he believed football was dangerous. If he had a son 12 or 13 years old, he would not let him play football. And he believed that the concussion syndrome was a real problem, and he alluded to the fact that it was inhumane. He was set to do one more Super Bowl and one more Olympics, and then he was retiring. The Olympics he was replaced a couple of weeks ago, and they said that that's the way he wanted it.
1: That uh, um,
2: right. but he was going to do the Super Bowl, and they did not put him on the Super Bowl, went ahead and let him go because they said you cannot have it both ways. You can't do the pregame to the Super Bowl if you are, in fact, afraid of the sport.
1: Huh, okay. Now,
2: maybe they have a point, maybe they don't, but a guy writes fake news. And a guy just says what really science has already proven. Yeah. Football is dangerous. CTE is real. These guys with CTE have actually killed people. They have committed suicide. They have died. They have lived their lives, you know, less than stable.
1: Yeah. And Bob loses his job over saying something truthful.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: There definitely is no justice when it comes to this. We do need some laws. I I mean, maybe that's the liberal in me coming out saying we need some laws to stop this from happening. Maybe some jail sentences if if a journalist does put out something that's a lie.
2: You know, you would like to think that even though the news agencies are private entities, that they would handle it themselves. Exactly. They would have a zero tolerance policy. You know, now they're letting people go over mild sexual harassment and that I I don't even think necessarily rises to the level of harassment without their day in court or even a, a even a private investigation. Yet they're letting people put out stories that damage the country, damage the presidential office. You know, it goes on and on.
1: Which to me, that's treason.
2: Well, and it certainly rises to a level that affects more people. Oh, absolutely. Then somebody asks. A subordinate out for a drink or dinner.
1: It's way more dangerous. You could start a war, literally, with fake news. Oh, you could. And I'm pretty sure it's happened. Could be, definitely. You know, uh, don't kill the messenger. Well, maybe some of those messengers aren't very moral, ethical, you know.
2: Oh, absolutely. I I couldn't even believe the way Bob Acosta from CNN, the way he just goes after the president. I mean, he race baited him last week in the Oval Office to the point it was embarrassing for me to be watching my TV. I mean, when you're turning red with embarrassment over the way a reporter is acting in the Oval Office and you're 13 hours away in Missouri and you're getting embarrassed, there's a problem. Yeah, we can agree there. Absolutely. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out
0: there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.